Welcome to the podcast for First Presbyterian Church of Arlington Heights. These are the audio versions of the sermons preached each Sunday. I hope you enjoy. Our first scripture comes to us from Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, truly I do not know how to speak, for I am only a boy. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a boy, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and you shall speak whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second scripture reading comes to us from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. Let no one despise your youth, but set the believers as an example in speech and conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. The word of the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Katie Ryerson, and today is Youth Sunday. In case you are wondering, I am 12 years old. In the first reading today, God tells Jeremiah that he knew him before he was born. He also tells him that before he was born, he knew what Jeremiah was going to do with his life. But Jeremiah doubts that he will be able to do and say the right things because he is young. Have you ever doubted what you were supposed to do? I know I have. For example, I doubted I could actually do this sermon today. But then God gives Jeremiah some encouragement and tells him not to think that about himself. Next, God tells Jeremiah that he shouldn't be afraid because he will be with him the whole time and he will even rescue him too. God wants to encourage Jeremiah so that he is confident and believes in himself and knows that he can do whatever he is supposed to do, even though he is young. But God also gives Jeremiah some good advice. He tells Jeremiah to go where God tells him to go and to say what God tells him to say. And because God encourages Jeremiah, Jeremiah ends up believing he can do it. And because God gives him good advice, Jeremiah is confident that he knows how to do it. I think when you have doubts about your abilities, it is a good idea to tell God and anyone else that you trust how you are feeling instead of keeping your doubts inside or letting your doubts keep you from doing something good. And when someone shares their doubts with us, we can help them by encouraging them to believe in themselves. And we can also give them good advice so that they feel confident and know how to accomplish something good, even if it will be hard to do. In the New Testament reading, Paul does the same things for Timothy that God did for Jeremiah. Timothy was a young church leader. Paul encourages Timothy when he tells him not to let anyone treat him like he is too inexperienced because he is young. Paul believes in Timothy and encourages him, even though others think that Timothy does not have enough experience because he is young. Then Paul gives Timothy some really good advice about how he should do his job. Paul tells Timothy that he should be an example with what he says, what he does, how he treats people, what he believes in, and how he takes care of himself. If Timothy lives his life like Paul suggests, his actions will match his teachings about Jesus and people, And people will see that even though he is young, he understands what Jesus taught us. Both God and Paul gave good advice that everyone can learn from. We can make sure that what we do and say reflect God. Adults and kids can do great things if they trust in God and the gifts he gave them. Adults can trust kids to do great things even though they are young because God has a plan for everyone. 
Here are two examples of young people who did great things for God's kingdom. Everyone knows what Braille is, right? Um, it's the system of raised dots that represent the alphabet that visually impaired people use so that they can read. Does anyone know who invented this system? Yeah, well, yeah. Louis Braille, he invented the system. Um, and in 1809, Louis Braille lost his sight from an eye injury. He was three years old. When he was 10, he went to a special school for the blind in Paris. And when he was a student there, he developed the Braille system of communication. I think he could probably, I think he probably had some doubts about how he could make his idea work. Because, but he also probably had people who encouraged him and gave him good advice. Do you know how old Louis Braille was when he did this? He was 12. Um, he was the exact same age as me when he did something amazing for God's kingdom. Um, I have one more example of a young person who did something amazing for God's kingdom. Um, you've probably heard about this kid. Um, so, yeah. Several years ago, there was a kid who was accidentally left behind by his family and friends when they went home from a religious festival. When the group left him behind, finally realized that he wasn't with them, they went back and they found him hanging out with some of the leaders in the town. The boy was asking them all sorts of questions. Everyone was amazed because this little boy was asking some really deep questions that showed how much he understood about the topics they were talking about. Any guesses about who this boy was? Jesus. Yeah, it was Jesus. Um, this, sto this story is in the Gospel of Luke. I think we can all agree that Jesus went on to do some really great things for God's kingdom. And do you know how old Jesus was in this story? Oh. Yeah, he was 12. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, my name is Ben. I'm 12. Just kidding, I'm 11. Well, um, do you ever feel like life is hard sometimes? Well, my life is very hard because I have two brothers that are very annoying. I tried to walk away, but it is hard and does not work. One day we were playing and getting along nicely, but then we started to fight. I told my mom that it wasn't my fault, but she didn't believe me. She thought that my other brother was telling the truth when I got sent to my room. I was so sad at that moment, but then I thought about God. What would God want me to do? So I prayed, saying, Dear God, I know I'm not the guy who cheats your lies, and I know I'm not the guy who intends to do harm to other people. But how can I change? I want to change. Please help me change, God. I really felt better after I prayed, and I knew I had to apologize to my brother, even though I didn't start it. <laughs> now I want you to think of times when you didn't do anything wrong, but God blamed for it anyway. You should just stand up for yourself and do the right thing. Grow to be a better person, and don't let yourself be in places where you could get blamed when you didn't do anything wrong. You should just walk away so you are not blamed and in trouble. You can change yourself. Thank you. Do you think being too young is a weakness, or can an ordinary kid be worth listening to like Jeremiah? <clears throat> Hello, my name is Marcus Benson. I'm 15 years old and a, fr and a freshman attending Prospect High School. I started coming to this church just a couple years ago. I started off in the Y-Search program, then moved on to the confirmation program a year later. I enjoyed meeting a few new people since my previous church did not have a youth group or a confirmation program whatsoever. 
At first, I did not feel very welcome in the church and always enjoy coming to every Sunday school every Sunday. But I was told to stick with it and give it a good shot. As time went on, I started getting to know the kids in my confirmation class better. I enjoyed many of the lessons and the times we had together. We learned things such as about all about different faiths, religions, Judaism, Islam, Hinduism. I found this all interesting. Now, getting to the point, Jeremiah said, Alas, Sovereign Lord, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. Well, there has been many times in my life where I have felt too young to accomplish something. If I didn't feel too young, then maybe I was too small or too inexperienced in the matter. Let me, let me tell you guys a story. My father, brother, and I took a trip to a friend's lake house in northern Wisconsin three years ago. I was 12 at the time and about half my size. My dad said that we were going up there for a vacation, but we'd also have to help them out with some work around the house. I didn't really realize what that entailed at the time, and I just figured it meant maybe small work like cooking breakfast or setting the table, something like that. Instead, we ended up doing backbreaking labor for hours on end in order to help build their shoreline out of a huge pile of quarry rocks. <laughs> First, we all started hand carrying the rocks to the water one by one and placing them along the shoreline. I remember thinking this work was going to be far too difficult and I wouldn't even be able to lift up some of the boulders they were expecting me to carry down. After a few hours and a lot of lifting, I learned a thing or two, such as rolling rocks down a hill is a heck of a lot easier than carrying them down. <laughs> we spent about two hours working, which ended up feeling like a full week's accomplishment. The point is, I was discouraged before I even started, and didn't even think I'd be much of a help. After completing this task, I felt like I had definitely earned my stay that weekend. Maybe it's better to work with gravity than against it, I learned. <laughs> I find that self-doubt can be a major setback in your life, especially as a child. Many people have self-doubt and may not always get over it. Jeremiah feels too young to speak as a prophet and doesn't feel he has the right to speak in front of the church about the hard truth. Many people do not like to hear things they aren't proud of, such as mistakes they have made or poor decisions which have affected their future. And it is important not to dwell on some little mistakes, although many of them need to be addressed in order to get over them. This can include dealing with substance abuse problems, poor health choices, neglecting a family member, or ignoring someone you know is going through a hard time or is in pain, which could be from a recent loss. I personally have had some frightening experiences with a family friend who was not the same person I once thought he was. It turned out he was an abusive alcoholic with a bad temper. It was hard for me to deal with this person and understand what all these emotions and experiences I was going through really meant. I later learned from these experiences and understood I should not blame myself for my feelings and when hard times in your life appear, whether it is with a family member's struggles or your very own, it is easy to get stuck in a cycle of fear 
and self-doubt. Thinking you did something wrong, you could have changed something, or you maybe didn't do anything at all. I believe age can affect whether people listen to you or want to take you seriously. As you grow older, you look back on your former self and see all the progress you have made. You may remember a major life decision in your life, such as getting accepted to a college or getting married. But as a kid, I look back to just a couple years ago and think, wow, I really have made some progress from the past year. I've learned how the people I hang out with are a reflection of who I am, for one. I also learned just simple things like how to conjugate verbs in Spanish. I can do that. <laughs> I've also learned even how to drive a car. So what do you think? How do kids and older people see each other? I believe older people judge kids sometimes because they think they do not possess knowledge and experience. Kids feel judged, on the other hand, because they do not always get their way or feel that life is fair. Kids may look at things in a simpler way and don't complicate things such as everyday dilemmas. I believe this has been going on for centuries, even to the time of Jeremiah. And I can understand why he feels he is too young to be a prophet. Timothy says that you should hold your head up high and set a good example to people younger and older by showing love and what I believe is having faith in the good of others. All this being said, kids are still worth listening to and possess knowledge and experiences that many adults may not realize or know about. Kids know what it's like to be children. Kids still have strong memories of their young age being only a couple years ago and all the maturing and progress they have made. They should be listened to and their lessons should be known. Thank you. Good morning. So this is my third time up here. And I love doing this because I feel like my words have the power to make a difference. It may only last a week, but my being up here does make a difference, which is crazy because I'm only 15. Some people may believe that I simply haven't had the life experience to be speaking and trying to teach you all something. But considering I'm standing up here talking to you, I'll say the majority of you believe I have something meaningful to say. Or you're just really nice people. <laughs> or both. However, in many places in my life, I feel as if my age isn't something so easily overlooked. I've noticed how relevant this issue is in political conversation. A major memory I have of this occurring took place just a few years ago. My uncle had posted something political from a very error-riddled, factually incorrect, blatantly biased source. When my brother, who was 19 at the time, noticed, he simply pointed out how the invalidity of the source discredited my uncle's argument. However, my uncle rejected my brother immediately, claiming that he was a know-it-all 19-year-old. The very first thing my uncle did to try to disprove my brother was pointing out his age. To use his age against him suggests that the opinions of youth do not matter. However, young people are part of this world too. We may have not spent as much time growing our opinions on the world as our elders have, 
but we face plenty of our own circumstances, and most, news, and most youth I know have done their fair share of research to deserve to be respected. Also, allowing for youth to feel accepted politically allows them to be more informed and engaged when they grow up. Alongside that, youth can accomplish great things if given the opportunity. Take Malala, for instance. She's the youngest Nobel Peace Prize winner because of her fight for women's rights to education in Pakistan. Despite her age, she is not afraid to fight. And despite her age, she has made a difference. And despite her age, she has been heard. Even though they are faced with people constantly disregarding them because they don't understand. Young people have the capability to do amazing things. Now, the Bible verse from Timothy isn't only a message for young people. In Paul's letter, he is saying that all people, no matter their age, should go out into the world and set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. The verse is calling everyone to accept an example, to set an example of Christianity in the world. We are to do this in speech by trying our absolute hardest to never speak ill of someone and by always being there to give words of motivation to others in need. To set an example in conduct, we must go out into the world respecting others despite how they may treat us, which I know can be quite difficult. Next is to set an example in love. This is definitely a concept that is repeated throughout the Bible. Love thy neighbor. Despite all the hate that floods our world, we Christians are called to set an example of how love can conquer hate. I'm going to give you guys some homework. Next time you see anyone who looks like they're having an off day, give them a little compliment. And if you know them well, tell them how much they mean to you. Love is such a powerful tool. So Paul is telling us to go out into the world and spread the love that God has blessed us with. The last two are faith and purity. This is calling us to do everything with God in our hearts. We are to give money to charity and be kind, not because we will be given a good image, but because it is the right thing to do. We are not to do things for our benefit only, but having in the forefront of our minds the positive impacts we can have. The passage from the Bible calls us to do all these things regardless of our age. Even though we may be seen as too young or too old by someone by, for something, we are all capable and not excused from going out as Christians and setting a good example in these ways. This is also a reminder not to let someone's age distract you from looking up to the example they've set. But unfortunately, age isn't the only thing that people judge and disregard each other over in this world. It seems that everyone is judged and hurt by something, whether it be gender, sexuality, race, political opinions, and countless other reasons. People are harmed by stereotypes, social institutions, or just simply hatred. I want to become an engineer, and I am a girl. Though our society has made huge strides in the gender issue, and a female engineer is nowhere near as ludicrous of a thought as it was in the past. There are still moments in which people think, I can't become an engineer because of my gender. Recently, an older man told me that I won't make it in the engineering field because I will be married off and too busy taking care of my children to work in such a field. 
He told me that I can't do something because of a part of me I can't control. The idea that a person can't succeed because of a part of who they are has infiltrated and influenced the minds of our society. But in the passage from Jeremiah, Jeremiah fears that no one will listen or care about what he has to say because he is only a boy. But God tells him, no, you are not only. You will be listened to. I will make sure of it. No one should feel as if there's something keeping them from being listened to or cared for, specifically something that they cannot help, such as age, race, gender, etc. God wishes for all of us to spread his love and message as well as be heard for our own reasons. It is our job as Christians to ensure that everyone feels heard, despite things that may seem to make them lesser. Because they are not lesser. The only person who truly has the power to judge or consider someone as lesser is God. And even then, God loves us unconditionally. Many times when people hear an opinion that differs from theirs, they immediately reject the other person. They refuse to credit the other person's opinion as valid by coming up with excuses. These excuses generally being that the person they disagree with is of a race, gender, religion, etc., that they don't believe can be correct. By doing this, they are telling themselves that the other person is only something, and therefore they don't have to listen to what they have to say. Everyone on this planet has something meaningful to say. And it's completely unchristian of us to allow for others to reject people for who they are. The Bible continually tells us to love others. Are we loving others if we're allowing people to think another person's opinion doesn't matter because they are who they are? Like God says, he will protect Jeremiah from the opposition he will face. We are to protect those who are being hurt or shut down. We are to stick up for others despite the fact that we might not agree with them. And also, we must try our absolute hardest to not disregard others ourselves. We're all allowed to have our own opinions. However, we should never let others or ourselves look down on somebody's opinion because of their race, gender, age, sexuality, religion, or anything else that's a part of them. Because only God has the power to tell someone that they are only something. As extremely important it is to accept others despite their differences, it is also vital that we accept ourselves despite anything. In the passage from Jeremiah, it is Jeremiah who questions himself. He tells God that he cannot do what God wants because he is young. And as I've mentioned before, God rejects his insecurities of age. This shows us that God doesn't want us to stop ourselves from doing what he wants from us. Last year, my sermon was about purpose. I discussed how we all have specific purposes as well as general purposes as Christians. If you weren't here for Youth Sunday last year and you're interested in what those calls from God are, the church website is really awesome and has all the former sermons on it. And my sermon is called Light. For today, however, it is just important that you all know that God has given all of us reasons for our lives on earth. There are many obstacles that stand in our way However, in many cases, our worst obstacle is ourselves. We fear rejection, failure, and difficulty, so we prefer just to not try. But we cannot allow ourselves to do this. God told Jeremiah that he cannot hold himself back from what God wishes from him, and neither should we. 
We are to go out into the world and set an example for others, like we were called to do by Paul, instead of telling ourselves that we can't. Opening ourselves up may make us feel vulnerable, and constantly setting a good example may be difficult. But just know that God is behind you always, giving you strength to do all he wishes from us, as well as all we wish to accomplish for ourselves. One of my all-time favorite Bible verses is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Because we can. We cannot look at ourselves thinking, well, I'm too blank, or I'm not blank enough. God is continually strengthening us, and we are surrounded by love and support in this community so that we may succeed in our purpose. And know that if you question your capabilities by claiming that you are only something, as Jeremiah does, there will always be someone, like God in this passage, to tell you that you are powerful and amazing. We are all to set an example in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity, despite our fears, as well as allowing others to feel as if they have the power to do important things as well. No one deserves to be stopped by something. So in your life, do not say that you are only. Do not say that others are only. Just say you are and move past it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And if you want to learn more about First Presbyterian Church of Arlington Heights, please visit www firstpresah.org for more information on service times, directions, and to learn more about the First Pres family of faith.